Hello, people. People, aliens, I don't know, celestial beings from different dimensions that are listening. Dogs, how's it going? Uh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. That's how I describe how I'm going currently in this current time, on this timeline, in this universe. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Where to start, really? Well, well, um, I want to talk about my my day yesterday, really. Yeah, I think that's a good way to start. Good way to start. I had a fucking one of those days yesterday, where yeah, especially it was a Sunday. Sorry, I'll just uh, I was just taking a sip of my drink there to lubricate the throat, but yesterday was one of those days where just like. A lot of shit happened. A lot of good shit happened. A lot of different good shit happened. And it was a long, like, it was a full day, man. It was a full, full experience. It was a full human experience experienced in a day. Is a good way to explain it. Just a lot of shit, a lot of shit happened. I think, I the best way to start to describe my day yesterday, which was because we're doing this on Monday, so that was the Sunday, the fifth of March, twenty twenty three, would be from the, from the end, I reckon. Yeah, man, we'll go from the end. We'll go reverse chronological order. I think that's a great way to go. So we're gonna go from the end. Basically, didn't get to sleep last night till about one thirty. Just fucking buzzing from the rest of the day. Ended up like around midnight, just being like, oh, got all this. Well, probably like eleven thirty. Fucking, just being like, oh, I got all this energy. I gotta go for like a walk. Just burn some of it off. Otherwise, I'm never gonna get to sleep tonight. So I went for like a forty-five minute walk in the middle of the night on a Sunday night, just around the neighborhood, which was interesting. Interesting. Didn't see a whole lot. Just you know, standard. Standard what you expect to see at 12.30 in the morning on a Monday morning, but um, which was fuck all, a couple of people, I remember I saw this really fat old lady like across the street from me at one point, like come out of her house wheeling out her bins, because it's bin day today, and she was wearing like a nightie that was way too short, and I looked over when I noticed her and got a glance of something I wish I never saw ever in my life. But, you know, that's her prerogative. She was probably thinking, oh, fuck, it's after midnight. It's a, it's a Monday morning. I'm wearing this. I forgot to put the bins out, trying to fall asleep. No one's going to see me. And then there's my fucking ugly mug with my headphones in on the other side of the road. She probably fucking shat her pants. Well, she wouldn't have because she wasn't wearing any. But that was but that was what I did because I was fucking buzzing. I was fucking buzzing. Because, uh, yeah, but yesterday, as most of you know, as I mentioned in the previous show, it was UFC 285, John Jones versus Cyril Gann, Cyril Gann, the French, the French f- fucking fighter dude, um, and yeah, like I said, I had a full day, I had a busy day, so normally here in New Zealand time, the pay-per-view of a UFC card and the main event, that'll run from like 4pm to about 630 and I, I had prior engagements. I had prior engagements through that time and right up until about 9pm. So I didn't watch that until I got home at about 9.30, last night. And I was proud of myself, man. I was really fucking proud of myself. I'm growing as, growing as a human being because I resisted for like five hours, five, six hours. 
any urge to go on any social media and accidentally come across the result of these fights. I was so proud of myself because I fucking wanted to, man. This was a big fight. This was a huge fight. And previous iterations of myself would have been a fuckwit and just gone on Twitter or something and without thinking or with thinking because I'm a, you know, I just couldn't be patient and just be casually scrolling and then boom, read start reading a tweet that gives away the damn result of the UFC fight card. And or I sometimes I just get so antsy that I'll just fucking look up the result. Like that, I did that last year. Fucked me off. I fucking hated myself for it. I did that for the Usman versus Leon Eastwood's fight. I looked up the result first before I watched the fight after it happened. And that just that's that's one of those fights you you like the the experience of watching that fight is ruined if you know who wins when. Like. I was just like, okay, the fight's not ending the first four rounds, and then suddenly at the end of the fifth round, it's going to finish. Knowing that going in, I was just like, ah, fuck, this would have been epic. And I had it ruined. I was like, I, I, I basically was just like, shit, I just got to see how he finished this. And then I found the video of the head kick before I watched the fight too, which ruined it even more. So I vowed to myself since then that I won't ever do that. And um, yeah, yeah, this time I didn't do that. So I got on. Got home, started with the main event because, you know, that was the real business. Got down down and dirty and watched uh, John Jones absolutely fucking dominate and submit Cyril Garn in about two minutes and four seconds with a guillotine choke, which was insane. I don't think I've ever seen a heavyweight be guillotine choked. That's probably happened. I don't watch all of the MMA, but fuck, man, that was that was damn impressive. Got to say, though, funniest moment of the fight, first 10 seconds, Garn hit Jones with a dick shot. Kick to the dick. His, his first strike that Cyril Garn threw at John Jones was a kick to the dick, and it was downhill from there. It was downhill. I knew, like, watching the fight, like, 20 seconds in, I just said to myself, I was like, shit, Jones is already backing him down. He's He's got this. He's going to fucking win this. There, there was just no, like, Garn, Garn needed to be more aggressive, really, striking. Like, that was the thing. He just wasn't... He just kind of looked stunned. He was waiting on Jones to come to him for the first two minutes, which is fucking weird, which is not what you do with John Jones. Because basically what ended up happening, happening is Jones just backed him down for a minute and then got him backed up against the fence where he could very easily take him down because he wasn't going to be able to get, a, get away. And, you know, we saw Garn get dominated by Francis and Garner on the ground. So, like, that's what I was saying all week. Like, if it goes to the ground, it's over. Like... It was the one thing I was saying all week, and you know, that like, Gun Gun ain't got no ground game. Like he has wins by submission, but he ain't got no ground game. And Gun who dominated him, he's he's damn near a specialist. Like people come at my my boy, my boo, Israel Adesanya for not having a ground game. Fucking and you know being a specialist striker. Fucking Cyril Gun's way worse. He is way worse. How dare you people? And he's not even as good of a striker. He is for the division. I'll, I'll give him that. But for a 6'5", six, six, 250-pound man, he's not very hard to take down. I'll put, put it that way. He's not very hard to overpower and get to the ground. And, yeah. Yeah, just the GOAT. The absolute GOAT.
No doubt about it at the moment. Fucking Francis Ngannou went running scared and John Jones came in and just bit the guy that he narrowly squeaked a win past and he just absolutely bit him, smashed him in two minutes, which is insane. There's no question. There's absolutely no question. John Jones is the greatest of all time. And the only people that are saying not saying that are fucking straight up haters. And I get it. He's an easy person to hate. He doesn't make it easy to love. John Jones, like we went over it in the last episode, he's done a lot of bad things, but so have you. Don't lie to me. I know. I may not know specifically what you have done, which is so fucking horrible, but I know. I know. Okay? Look, I've taken drugs off the floor of a bathroom nightclub and then taken them. I'm a piece of shit. I'm willing to admit it. If you've been listening to this long enough, you'll understand that I'm a particular weird type of piece of shit, which is the reason I'm doing this in the first place. I'm willing to admit it. I'm willing to admit that I'm a person who has flaws. And because I'm a person who has flaws, I can recognize that John Jones may be a flawed human, but he's still the greatest and I respect and I love him for it. Like let's um, can we try and justify some of the bad things he's done for a minute? Can we just try and maybe rationale some of it? Because let's let's face it, he got lots of fame and money when he was twenty one. He had a fucked up life. He had to to be be the best cage fighter. So you can't really come at him unless you like you really experience what that what that's like. Like dudes admitted like publicly that he was sexually abused as a child, which is fucked. And like you know that fucks people up so first of all don't you can't you can't he's he's a he's a one in a billion person living his life like you can't really criticize him you know what the fuck's going on and yes hitting his missus horrible but she was cool about it fuck man that's the thing like some chicks like to get slapped dana white's missus not michael clark's missus because he knew not to touch that bitch but some bitches, they're okay with it. What two loving people do in a healthy, strong relationship in the comfort of their own home or hotel room, which it was, it's none of um, it's none of our damn business. And you know what? When John Jones hit his wife, his his daughter, he did it in front of his kids, and his I think it was the story was that his daughter ended up calling the police or whatever on him. Not the wife, like the wife didn't have a problem with it. It was the daughter. It was the snitch ass daughter. They called those fucking cops. Put her dad in the fucking... In the shit. So I think that's something that we can excuse. The other incidents, driving while under the influence. Like, let's be real, man. I do that fucking damn near every day. I'm going to do that in about an hour's time after I fucking wrap up this podcast and get ready to go to work. So, come on. Let's be grown-ups here. Who hasn't fucking done that? I fucking... I drive high all the time. I've driven drunk multiple times. Not saying it's a good thing, it's a bad thing to do, obviously, like, the fuck you're doing out there, but, again, I'm a person with flaws, so is John Jones, he just happens to be the greatest of all time, you have to respect it, you have to love it, and the cheating, like, let's be real with the cheating, for the most early part of his career, like, the first half of his career, everybody was fucking cheating, you couldn't win without cheating, and... I honestly have sympathy for him because like I don't think he was he was definitely taking shit. 
when they weren't testing that well, when everybody else was fucking taking shit. So you can't hold that against them. And that was during his early and mid-twenties. So he, because like, he had to take it to be the best. And he was the best against other people who were taking the shit. So you can't judge him for that. And you know how much it must fuck with a person's biology? Like if you just say straight steroids, straight testosterone, if he was just, just taking that, which, you know, he wasn't. You know how much that would fuck your body up when you're in your early 20s, early mid 20s, when like you're still naturally producing a high amount of testosterone? That must have fucked his whole body up. I fucked his whole shit up. And now... And so he had to, like, try and... He couldn't just go cold turkey on that shit. And sometimes, you know, and eventually he got caught. Like, he got caught. And he lost a lot when he got caught. Like, he was punished. And he's come back. And he's, you know... Still finding picograms in a system because he was doing it so fucking long in his early mid twenties. But yeah, so that that rules out the cheating, the pregnant wife thing. Yeah, that was shit. But like, come on, oh. <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But yeah, anyway, that was UFC two eighty five. I watched the. Valentina, my girl Valentina, get get fucking submitted, and I wasn't happy about it. But Alexa Grasso's a cutie, so maybe I'll warm to her more. <laughs> but that's all we need to say about women's sport, am I right, fellas? Ha! <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, moving on. Moving on to my day yesterday. We're going backwards in time. So that was once I had gotten home. Um, about 9, 9.30. I watched that. Previous to that, I was back at the Good Times Comedy Club at the Church of Comedy on a Sunday night. And yeah, we went fucking well. Fuck all people there, guys. There were fuck all people there. I'm going to be honest about that. There were fuck all people there. If you're listening to this, I'm not going to be there this Sunday because I've got to fucking work. But the following Sunday, get your ass to the Church of Comedy. Because... I'm spewing the good shit, and I spewed the good shit, cracked the people up, other comedians, like, there's a bunch of other comedians that go to that show, dude that runs the club's always at the show, and I could just, so it was quiet enough that I was doing my jokes, doing my jokes about the ladies and the stinky pussies, I was doing them jokes, and it was killing, but I was, it was because it was so empty, I could just hear all the comedians. In the green room. That was, and that was where the majority of the fucking laughs were coming from. And fuck me, was that a good goddamn feeling. Goddamn, that was a good goddamn, damn, damn, damnity, damn, damn feeling. <laughs> but not to get too much of, be too much of an egotistical cunt. So that went well. I don't know, I was real, I was anxious again today, this time. I think it's because like, I had a full day, so like... <laughs> Kind of had messed up my routine a little bit. I, you know, I've had the good routine of working out a few, a couple hours before I go on the show, and then having a shower. So then, you know, I'm clean, green, ready to go be a good joke machine. And this time, I didn't have time to do that. Kind of just had to fucking go in there after being out all day and eating a shitload of food and not exercising. So I wasn't feeling a hundred percent great and felt like I smelled bad. Which for some reason recently, smelling bad is like. 
a real big insecurity for me at the moment. I don't know. It's not the worst thing to be self-conscious about, but for some reason, maybe it's just the fact that I'm working like in an office around other people and all day and not used to that kind of shit. And I don't know, maybe it's because I know I'm trying to attract a female at the moment and I just, that's not a great thing to be doing. So I don't know. It's not the worst thing. It's not a negative, but I just felt like I smelled like shit and it was making me feel real self-conscious about myself, even though it probably wasn't that bad because no one said anything and people were sitting right next to me at certain points. But still did well. Still did well. Nearly pissed myself. I think I actually kind of did piss myself a little bit once I got up there, that which was potentially highly embarrassing. <laughs> but yes. But yes. But it went well. And uh, one of the things that went well is one of the the more experienced comedians there, like after I did my bit in between the break, he was just chatting to me and he was like, fuck, how long have you been doing it? I was like, fucking six weeks. And he got a stunned look in his face and said that, damn, that's fucking amazing for six weeks. Then. And that, that felt good. That was a good fucking compliment to get. But now into the real business. Now into the real business, fellas. You know, Lily's looking for love and... He's found a couple of potential suitors, if you know what I mean. First first one we're going to talk about. This one's coming from that comedy club. Yeah, and a bit of progress may have been made a little bit last night, if you know what I mean. If you know what's cracking. So. Do I give off her name? She's a fucking other, she's another comedian and she's pretty fucking funny, so. It might. I'll give off her name. If you want to look her up, her name's Jill. Yeah, and you're going to need to because, like, uh, she's a whole visual thing, too. But <laughs> that sounded weird. But, um, yeah, her name's Georgia Lily West Cahill. Four names for you. She's a, you know, she's a comedian. Relatively recent, doing it about a year, year and a half, I think. And, uh, yeah, yeah, she's similar age, similar age. And she's fucking. A good way to describe her, you know, would be, you know, without being too fucking overly positive, she's a bit of a fucking icon in the making, if you ask me. You know, her, her, her demo, her demographic of fans is definitely not me, not definitely not probably, you know, you guys out there, are straight white males, very white males that are listening to this. Even if you're not white, you're fucking, you're basically white listening to this. It takes away your minority card to be listening to a podcast like this, you piece of shit. You're part of the patriarchy and you're part of the problem. But, yeah, so I wouldn't be a demo because she's very much like, basically, now this may come across, this is probably a terrible way to describe her, but she's very like, she wears pretty fucking out out there, out there outfits that are, you know, very 90s, early 2000s inspired sort of Barbie doll, fucking businesswoman, fucking leopard print like fucking she's just she just goes all out for her fucking costumes for her outfits for what she wears on stage and it's fucking impressive fucking impressive it's just balls just doing that and fucking creating fucking creative but you know to look her up and she was pretty damn pretty damn funny pretty damn funny in a real sort of unique way but uh anyway before before the gig before the gig i was sitting in the green room just chatting chatting away chatting away to Sort of introducing myself to some of the comedians, trying to, you know, be less of an awkward cunt when I'm there, trying to get to know some of the people. And I was sitting there, sitting there, it was just her and another female comedian who seems alright, she's a bit older, I don't know. Seems like she could be a bit of a cunt, but 
not terrible, pretty funny. But um, yeah, she fucking just starts talking to me, asks me what I do, I ask her what she does, and then fucking conversation is going for like thirty seconds, pretty dry, pretty boring because it's weird, and she just fucking blurts out, "Do you like cats?" And you know me, boys. We love cats. So she was like, yes. Oh, I was like, fuck yes. I love cats. I have a cat. And she's like, oh my God, I love cats too. And she comes and sits right fucking next to me and then pulls her phone out and shows me pictures of her cat and describes her cat to me for about five, ten minutes. And I show her pictures of Baloo and describe Baloo to her for about five, ten minutes. And we have some pretty good chat for a while. And then she goes back and other people come in the room. So then we're just chatting chatting away to the group. And it was fucking good. And then later on, I had some more chat to her. She fucking said, she gave me a fist bump after I got off stage. Said I did awesome, which was nice. And um, yeah, man, just had some more real good chat in that break. Making a laugh, making some good jokes. And yeah, just seemed like a real good, solid fucking first interaction with her. Pretty attractive, pretty interesting, intriguing intriguing young woman so we'll see how that goes see how that goes we'll pursue that connection a little bit further but uh yes 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 good days good days good times early good signs early good signs i'd say good vibe good vibe but yeah so that was that was that part of the day now earlier previous to that i had my typical sunday dinner had to go to with the fam bam, with the fam bam, thank you, ma'am. And you know we do it every week, most weeks. But uh, my parents have been away. Away, uh, old man's been at the national, the national bowls champs for the last two weeks. So they've been away for the last two weeks. He didn't win anything. Fucking, he actually fucked out. I think he played like shit, and he's hating himself for it. But um, he always does, man. I think the old fella. I think he gets, I think he gets, you know, he puts on a brave face, but I think when the competition stakes get higher, he, you know, I think he's a, he is a real good bowler, but I think he just can't handle the pressure. From what I've seen, the few times I've seen him, because like there was a couple of years ago where last time I saw him at the Bowls Champs, like, because they had it here in Christchurch, like probably like four years ago, three or four years ago. And uh, I went and saw him, watched a couple of games and he fucked out completely in that one too. And uh, I think like, because I think this is the last, I think he went last year. I think he goes, because I think the, he goes every time it's in the South Island, I think, pretty much, because it's a pretty big effort to, but I think last year he went up to the North Island for it, just, so I think he's trying to make it an every year thing, but every year he fucks out, he fucks out at the Nationals every year, he does well in Christchurch, you know, he tends to like, he wins like his club singles champs, like, every other year, like he does well, and like also like the doubles and triples and shit. But that's, you know, familiar territory, familiar people he's playing. He's just, he's just having a good old fun game when he does that. As soon as he gets to, like, the Canterbury champs, so he's done all right there. The Canterbury, like, at the, you know, the Canterbury Bowls champs. But he's, he just fucks out whenever, whenever he goes up the next level. But yeah, but yeah, they're away. Sorry, back onto it. Parents were away the last two weeks, so I had to go to this dinner. Had to go to this dinner, so I had, couldn't miss it, even though the comedy show. But um, yeah. But I thought because I was gonna have to leave early for to get to the church comedy on time, thought it was probably finally a good time to tell uh tell the whole fam that uh you know I'm doing the stand up comedy. 
which I don't know. I knew that I was pretty confident they weren't going to be like cunts about it. But the weirdest thing happened. I wasn't expecting their reaction. Basically, my fa- like the way my family reacted, they've never been more supportive of me in my fucking life. They were like, they, first of all, they didn't believe me. They didn't believe me when I just told them, oh yeah, I was like, oh, i got to leave it a little bit early tonight. got a stand-up comedy show today. But, um, yeah, they didn't believe me at first. And, yeah, which was weird. But they, once they eventually did, they were like, oh my God, that's fucking awesome. It's uh, so proud of you. That's great. What kind of jokes are you telling them? I told them the jokes and they fucking... Laughed real fucking hard at them. They found it fucking funny. And yeah, they were just like, shit. They wanted to come see me. I told them they're not fucking seeing me that night. But yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. So that was kind of kind of weird. Kind of makes me think, fuck. Maybe I should have been doing this a fucking long time ago. But I'm kind of glad because, you know, this last year. Mm, COVID and shit. Don't know if we really, we really wanted to be... Um, we really wanted to be, we, parts of it, we couldn't have been doing it. So timing might be pretty spot on here. Maybe could have done it a couple months earlier, but that's not worth stressing over. But yeah, it's kind of just uh, a little bit reaffirming, po- positively reaffirming, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll go for a quick rundown on the rest of the day. Worked. Through the morning and early afternoon, which isn't great, but work was pretty chill. Hung out with my mate David. It was just me and him on for most of the morning. It was chill. We had some good chat, good time. Good dude. I know he's listening to this, so that's that's, uh, all I'm going to say about him. Because he'll get upset. Anyway... Uh, so that was my Sunday, that was my rundown on my Sunday, Sunday the 5th of March, good fucking day, all up there again in all time days, I think, definitely, definitely one of the better, you know, one of the better days in 2023, pretty full day, pretty fun day, and yeah, but what other news do I have that's, uh, happened in the last few days, well, we've, we've filled the flat, we got the flatmate done, we got that whole thing done, it's a female, you know, we're getting a woman, a human woman to live in the house. And yes, before you ask, that was my decision. And yes, before you ask, she is fairly attractive and a bit of a stoner and through the small conversations they had, it seems like a good person to talk to, pretty chill. And yeah, um potentially dangerous but we won't go no no we're not doing that we're not going there we're not going there at all we're not we're not we don't shit we all yet but uh yeah yeah gonna be interesting interesting to say the least if you will but um yeah one of the interesting things that she's also bringing with her is uh three cats yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a full house. A full house of cats. And 
my my cat Baloo is gonna hate me. He is gonna hate me so much. Because he's been loving being an only cat. Like he hasn't been an only cat in like probably about two years. And he just and he's he's very much like, you know, he runs the show. He's a big, big confident boy. He's fucking he's out there doing it. He's he's you know, he's wheeling, he's dealing, he's hustling, bustling, snuggling and cuddling. And he's just he's living his best life at the moment. And because I've decided to because it was Michael at the end of the day, this was a situation where it was more or less like I had the majority majority stake in this shareholding arrangement, so that was my final call. And yeah, he's going to hate me for that. He's basically going to be living in a house with three potentially combative strangers that all know each other and get along with each other. But not him. So, sorry about that one, buddy. But I think he'll get over it. He's lived with other cats, and he's only fought them a little bit, so... Yeah. 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 That's... I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I had to make the call. That's going to be fine. She'll keep the place clean and tidy. And honestly, she, she genuinely seemed like she really wanted to live here, which is, you know, that's what you want. You don't want to live with someone who doesn't want to live with you. That's kind of the vibe I got from the others that we spoke to. They were either just they, the main reason they wanted to live here is because they were desperate or because, you know, or, we, or they just didn't even really seem like they really wanted to live here at all. So, yeah, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. God, I'm a fucking idiot, honestly. <laughs> but no, we're not going to do that because, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, the plan, the plan is to pursue this potential connection at the comedy club, see how that goes. And I'm not, you know, putting any expectations on it. Not going to be any presumptuous in any way, shape or form. Just going to let things go. Just going to let things go. But I'm definitely, yeah. Definitely say I'm intrigued, if you will. But yeah, I think we've uh, reached the point of the show that this is becoming a regular occurrence when I remember to do it. Time for the smoke break. How you doing? How are you doing? How's your life going? You're working towards your goals? Are you waking up in the morning with a bit of pep in your step and bristle on your thistle? And yeah, you're getting after it. I hope you are. I hope you are. But it's okay if you're not. Just we need to take care of ourselves from time to time. We need to look out for number one. Numero uno. No one else is going to. You got it. So yeah, just keep chugging along, looking after yourself, taking care of yourself, fucking pushing yourself too. Get out there. Get out there, boys. Get out there. And lady, get out there. But um. But um, but um, but um, bum, but um, but um, but um, bum, but um, but um, but um, but but we're just making noises. We're just gonna get into scat. We're gonna get into scat jazz. That's what we're gonna do. That's gonna be our next career progression. 
I'll tell you what might be the next career pro progression as we sit here smoking this joint. The next career progression. I've been thinking about it a little bit lately. A little bit lately. Quite a bit lately. Maybe it's just me wanting to potentially resolve some uh, a bit of teenage angst. A bit of teenage drama. Been looking at potentially doing a little bit of singing lessons. Just, you know. It was back in the day. Early high school. Made the choir. Was a little bit of, a little bit of a singer. Had a bad experience once where I tried to do a solo in front of my music class and my boy and my voice just cracked and broke and fucking no one could hear me and I was doing fucking terribly and just never, never, never did it again. Decided to focus on rugby. And I'm thinking, you know, now I'm up doing the comedy. I quite enjoy the old performing, the performance arts, the performing arts. And, you know, just even if I don't go anywhere, I'll basically this place I've been looking at, basically saying, you know, they'll teach you how to properly use a microphone and just sort of ways to use your voice differently, take care of your voice and keep things going silky smooth and just sort of just help build that confidence, really. I reckon it'll just, even if it goes nowhere, it'll just help build my confidence and repertoire and everything just on stage. Like voice control, breath control, those kind of things, they'll... They'll just be able to sort of, you know, it's just wouldn't be a negative. I don't think it'll be a negative at all in any way if, like, we just sign up for like a couple of month course and just really just learn the basics. I think that that's not a terrible fucking thing to do. And yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, I fucking quite enjoyed it back in the day. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it was basically because of an embarrassing time, embarrassing incident that I threw it away and gave it up. So I think I might. I think I owe it to myself, really. That's yeah, that's getting deep, man. That's fucking Jesus Christ. It's pretty gay though. There's no getting away from that. But that's why I stopped. I was like, "This is gay. I'm gonna go focus on fucking rugby." Speaking of rugby. NRL season started, and I never watch the NRL because it's for the pause. It's for the imbustiles of society. It's for the bogan white trash, which, let's be real, I have to include myself in that subcategory when I fill out my census form. But I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it, mainly because my boy Rolsey's getting real into it, and he's fucking got it on all the fucking time, so I'm going to have to get into it. So I've picked my team, because I hate the fucking one New Zealand Warriors with all of my heart and soul. Not that much, but I just think they're a shitty-run organisation, and if I'm not that into the sport, I'm not going to back a shitty-run organisation. So I've picked my team, and I thought, what better way to better team to pick than the brand-new fucking team? Because I can say I've been a fucking fan of the Dolphins NRL team since day one, which I have been. And they just had their first game yesterday and they beat the Sydney fucking Roosters. So they're 1-0, undefeated, against a top team. Coming, you know, the Dolphins coming from Brisbane. Sort of Radcliffe, North Brisbane area. Finally got a second team in Brisbane. Going to be tough to break through. Break through with the Broncos and all that jazz. But, uh, yeah, man. 
Dolphins, Dolphins, they're my NRL team. Actually, you know, I played with a guy that's on the Dolphins, Jermaine Isako, who's, you know, been a bit of a NRL journeyman now for a while. He's been, he was signed to the Dolphins, he's playing on the left wing, or the right wing, one of the wings. He wore number two. I still haven't figured out what fucking wing that is yet. I think it's left. Might be right, though. Could be left. But, um, but, um, but, yeah, anyway. I'm Dolphins till I die. Dolphins I rise. Dolphins till I die. With the Dolphins I will ride. Fins up. Till the end of time. But yeah, hardcore Dolphins fan over here. They're going to win their NRL in their first ever season. Become one of the biggest teams ever. And quite frankly, I have to say too, aesthetically, the jerseys, the uniforms, are just what we all care about. Not bad. Not bad. I quite like the shade of red they go for. and It's got a little bit of gold and white. Just a, just a nice looking rugby league uniform. Seeing how I hate the fucking game because it's for the scum of the earth pause. I may as well support the team that's brand new with no baggage, no history. Has pretty sick cool uniforms. From a pretty, you know, pretty cool part of Australia. That deserves another team. And have a team with a guy that I've actually played with and actually know. He's a cunt. He's a fucking bit of a dick. But I know him. I shared a footy field with him. We were teammates. We were brothers in arms. But he's a cunt, so, you know, don't really care that much. But I'm, that's my team, the Dolphins. I might even get in a sucko. You can't really do that with NRL, can you? Because they change all the time. I might just, maybe the, see how we go. See if I actually keep getting into NRL. But, yeah, might get a jersey. Might just go full fandom. Just I'm really just trying to piss Rolsty off here, really, because... He, for some reason, that fucking cunt just loves the Warriors. I fucking hate the Warriors. And it winds them up whenever I say I hate the Warriors. Because apparently I should support them. Just because they happen to be in a home country. Even though they're in fucking Auckland. They're basically the Auckland Warriors. They should be the Auckland Warriors. They're not New Zealand Warriors. But yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough. I think you've had enough of me for today. Not a bad episode. I think I've done pretty well. I think you'll be going home happy with a bit of chat from that today. Because I had a fucking good day yesterday. And your boys, you know, life's on the up. So, if you're out there, stay sexy, stay stay salty, stay hairy, and stay happy. I love you.